Here we are, bottom of the Smash Mountain. I would like to thank all of my patron supporters over at patreon.com slash bsmpod for continuing to support me and what I'm doing. Big shout-outs to my senior producers especially. We have Ventus Official and my parents, my mom and dad. Love y'all. Thank you for your support. Today, I'm very pleased to have on... <laughs> so I don't want to I don't want to butcher the last name because we already found out that I'm very not good at, at mimicking a Spanish accent. But we have Carlos joining us, who is now famous for introducing Slippy Wrapped to the Melee community, being able to see not just, oh, this is a basic breakdown. I think it gets really specific. It's a really cool page. If you have not somehow heard of this already, you can go check out at Carlos Meta on Twitter. You will find that in the description of the podcast or video. If you're watching this on YouTube later on, you can put in your slippy files and you'll get a basic breakdown. And then some more specific details on what was your year, what was your year like in 2022 with Slippy? Not just direct, but also unranked. And this will be one of my first questions to you, Carlos. Thank you for joining me. Does this does this program work with the ranked files as well? How does that work? That's my first question. Yeah, it does. It's internally, the, the, both types of files are the same. So it works flawlessly, thanks to Sleepy. Like they did most of the work. And in that sense, I don't have to do anything. So that's great. So I'll also get to a more basic question. You're over there on the, on the, on the, in the central European time zone. I don't want to, oh, it already did say Spanish. So you're coming out of Spain. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. What, what's it like, you know, what's, what's going on over there right now? Do you mean in the Spanish scene in Spain in general? Well, however you want to take it. I'm, I'm interested in hearing whatever comes to mind for you. Uh, I'm doing great. I love Spain. Spain is awesome. <laughs> it has, we have great food, great everything. So come to visit us if you want. How about and this? In, um, Argentina mm -hmm. winning the World Cup yesterday. Was that a joy for you to see that because you didn't want uh, France to win? Or how, 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 how did you take it? <laughs> yeah, that, that's the real... I don't mind Argentinians winning. I'm, I'm happy for them, but I do want Frenchmen to lose. So <laughs> I'm happy. That's, that's a joke. It's a joke, but like you, you must know Spaniards hate French and the French hate Spaniards. And that's how, that's how Europe works. In my limited, limited knowledge of European history, I mean, I, I would have studied things like Joan of Arc or the rivalry between Britain and Spain through the hundreds of years where they've been uh, connected to each other. And then Sp Spain as well, of course, also with the, 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 the imperial age, everybody trying to spread out and expand on, the, on their empires. Yeah. So I'm reading all of this and I'm going, what, is, what happens when you go down the line to 2022 and... No one's done the over the border borders fighting or any or it's to my knowledge, I haven't read of <laughs> I haven't read of anything past uh -huh. World War Two of like, you know, actual direct conflict. So no. instead we're settling it at the Olympics or we're settling at, you know, for the World Cup. Yeah, whatever. So mm -hmm. so I'm so like how far do you go with making those jokes, right? Where you talk about oh, you guys are like the worst team ever and we're going to win the World Cup. Ah. And it's because, you know, you've been a terrible country for a thousand years. Like, how, how far does the trash talk go? Uh, it goes somewhat far. Some people <laughs> can be really, really hurtful. I think, like, every country hates its neighboring country and also may we may love them. Like, we love Portugal. Portugal is right beside Spain, right to the left. But they may hate us because we're neighbors. But if a Frenchman comes into the conversation, then Portu Portuguese and Spaniards hate the French. And if, you know, 
maybe maybe if an American comes into the conversation, the Europeans hate the Americans. So <laughs> that's how that's how it works. And the French, they're like in the center of Europe, and and the Germans too. And I don't know why. Just everyone hates the French. I don't know why. I seriously don't. And the Englishmen too. The Englishmen come to like from the the UK. They come to Spain for vacations and stuff, and they always get super drunk. And the joke is the Spaniards also hate uh, the British. I would also say everyone. that didn't help when they when they left the European Union, right? No, I mean, the whole Brexit thing. I remember. It really, really didn't. No. <laughs> but we, I, I'm just joking. I mean, I love mm. everyone I've met from outside Spain. They're, they're great. But I need to to keep myself to the jokes. <laughs> I need to to make them. Mm -hmm. Oh, of course, of course. It's, uh, yes, all friendly, all friendly bantering. No one's actually trying to... We're not trying to start a real diplomatic discussion. Okay, <laughs> we're actually here to talk mostly about Slippy Rap, so I'm interested mm -hmm. in hearing, first of all, how you got into Melee, and we can we can lead into when you started to tinker with the 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 cogs behind the machine, because at first you're, mm -hmm. you're looking at it from the front, most of us anyway. Oh, well, what about this? Did you get into Melee because you wanted to mod it at first, or how did that first happen <laughs> no. for you? I got into Melee through Brawl, like, uh, about seven years ago, maybe. I'm a bit of an old-school player. Old-school for Spanish standards, because I'm one of the oldest playing active players now. And I played Brawl originally with some friends of mine. I think this is super common. We found PM, which is awesome. I love PM. Yeah. And at some go. point, in fact, I hated Melee. I didn't like Melee at all. And mm. because it was, like, super, you know, when you start playing melee and the buffer or have the lack of buffer is like super annoying and everything feels super weird. You always get stuck at doing stuff. And I don't know why, why one day we just said, okay, we'll, we'll play melee. I think we just started watching tournaments and stuff and the hype got to, got to us and we just started playing melee. And this one's, yeah, about seven years ago. So a pretty long time. And I don't know, I've always played with friends of mine and then I met the Spanish community as a whole, which is awesome. I, I really, really like it. And they were super friendly. Like, I think the reason I stuck with Melee was because I, I loved everyone I met. It's super, super nice. That's really cool to and hear then, that it was not just a matter of the game winning you over, but when you started going to tournaments, the community yeah. as well. Most of us know Triff, but... Who else do you yeah. think of when you think of Melee and, and Spain and, and the community <laughs> that lives there? There's not much. Like, the gap, we may talk about this later, but the gap between three, I'm the second best in Spain, or maybe third now, you know, more or less. But the gap between, between Triff and I is enormous. It's just completely insane. And playing with him is like, it makes no sense. He's just so, so much better than I. It's, I love it. He, he's great. And he always plays. Have you ever played Triff? No, I don't think so. No, but I, okay. So one of my favorite things about Triff, other than the Peach, is also the Falco. Just like re refusing to always, like refusing to let the Falco go. Sure. Gotta play Falco as well. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, his Falco is horrible, but I like playing, playing it. But many, many people don't because it's like super laser heavy. And uh, I don't know what I, what I was going to say. Uh, About his play style, maybe? Yeah. When he plays uh, free plays, he always gives it his 100%. I, I don't know 
when I play free plays, I'm like maybe joking and having a drink or talking to you or whatever. He doesn't talk. He plays like five straight hours of melee, super serious. He beats you like a hundred four stocks in a row and it's okay. He doesn't move an inch. He's, he's terrible. <laughs> terrible and great at the same time. And actually, I went to a tournament like two months ago in Barcelona and it, it was this, my, I won my second free play ever against him in like seven years. I've been, I've known him for maybe six years or so, and I've only taken like three free plays from him and two were on this tournament. So he's a beast. He's super, super good. And then you were asking about known Spanish players. Uh, you probably won't know them, but K12 is a super famous old school uh, DK and Samos. He used to play much, much more like years ago, and now he's semi-active. And we did have a super, super famous player known as Strohat Dian. Dian? Strohat? No? Not ringing any bells? Not ringing any bells, but I'm not okay. as old school as most people in Melee, so it's yeah. cool. I, I always love hearing old names come up. I mean, when yeah, I was yeah, talking to... Yeah, when I was talking to... I was talking I was talking to Marco, who I almost call Carlos since I'm talking to you. <laughs> uh, I was talking to Marco, who he, he goes by Oats, and he's talking about this this program that somebody had written for reporting matches and and running a bracket before people started using challenge it this this yeah. program was written for all is brawl and i never used oh, that website oh, but that's oh. a throwback right i mean most yeah, of us knew with that, about it at the very least i i just never used it that's all i love that kind of stuff like i i love old school stories uh, i live in seville i don't know it's in the south of spain and the scene here is uh, pretty small and recently a super super old school player came back and he has like a ton of stories and I, I just love it. It's super, super fun hearing from people who played like 15 years ago. It's, I love it. It's really, really fun. And it's cool and to yeah, see was... that it's cool to mm -hmm. see them come back because they'll, they'll play yeah. in such a way that reminds you of what the, the kind of melee that you watched when you first got into it, because the exactly. first kind of melee that you would have watched was not Mango versus Dane. No. It was, it was Mango versus Armada or Mango versus Mewtwo King. It was like, it was that far back. But because yep. of the game having such a rich history, everybody has that comes out of old school has amazing stories. Yeah, and I think something you may find find interesting is how different that kind of experience is in Europe or maybe in Spain rather than the in the US. Like in the US, you have uh, maybe some local player who's played against Mango or or your top players have gone to majors and stuff here in Spain that won't happen. We have Triff who travels to the US and no one else. Like maybe a couple of players have gone there for one tournament or whatever. So we're much more isolated. And especially you don't have a hundred active players in a city. You have like 10 or 15, maybe if you're lucky. So right. it's much more different. And I talk about it a bit later, but when I started seeing top players use, use Sleepy Wrapped and stuff, it was like being starstruck, you know, like these super, super top guys who I never ever dreamt would hear of me. Does, does this make sense? Yeah. Or using yeah. my site and, and getting to know me and it's super weird. I don't know. I think that kind of experience is really, really different in Spain and in the US or when I say Spain, I mean uh, France or Ireland or somewhere other than, other than the US. Right. And in, in Europe in general, because 
Yeah. There will be tournaments like like Fate or Air or HF Land. I really wish that there yeah. would be more international mm -hmm. from the US people going to go to that because HF Land yeah. seems like a really well-run tournament. I mean, do 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 a lot of Spaniards get the chance to go to HF Land at the very least? Uh a few years ago, many Spaniards used to go to tournaments, but right now the Spanish scene is in a really weird place where the only really active player is Triff. Then you have a few top-level players but who don't travel much, and then a ton of new people. And these people aren't traveling uh, too much to the rest of Europe and not even considering going to the US. So. Spain right now, uh, yeah, it's only Triff, the one who's traveling to other tournaments. You have the occasional player who goes there, uh, but for example, next year I'm going to Fete, Fete. Fete, yeah, pronounced. that's cool, that's cool. I'm, because actually it's it's pretty close, like you, you take the plane and it's two hours away or something. And I wish more Spaniards travel, and maybe they will. I think Mill is coming back in Spain, because the, the pandemic hit us super, super hard. We, we were a very... Uh, in-person community like we always like to hang out and stuff and yeah people still played with sleepy but we as, at least i prefer meeting in person and and playing on a good old crt and especially if you came up with that first if you if you got into melee because you knew yeah, somebody exactly. who had the game or mm -hmm. if you had the game as a child and you go back to it and you go oh wait now I'm playing this with like you know a new set of eyes because you saw competitive on YouTube or Twitch and, exactly. and you start playing. Yeah. yeah, I and it's and it's fun that Slippy has the ability to get people who wouldn't have tried melee by not only deciding oh I think I'll play this game that's as old as I am possibly, but also having <laughs> yeah. to go to a tournament and find out where that is. It's a lot of steps, and if you just do Slippy unranked or Slippy ranked, you get connected to somebody very quickly and. It yeah, helps you. It, it helps you dive in a little bit deeper. It makes you go, oh well, if if there are th this many people good at this game, it yeah. hopefully ignites the competitive juices. And then you also, like you were saying, at first it was not necessarily the competitive angle be the best in the world, but you yeah. wanted to you wanted to feel that feeling that you could tell was happening when watching the game. If it feels this good watching the game and when it gets really hype, what if I were the exactly. person doing those really cool things with Most, the controller, yeah. with that character? And then the community helps you to stick around because I mean, by and large, everybody is super, super cool yeah. within the melee space. And it's awesome to hear that's how you feel about the, the, the Spanish community as well. I hope that it does become a thing where mm -hmm. it's not just Triff who gets a chance to travel and I mean, it's so, it seems like it's so difficult based on Triff's twit longer, really, really difficult to, to, yeah. to travel. I hope that there are more events in Europe that allow or that draw Spanish players to go out to, to, to play. And, and then they get a chance to go up against people like Pipsqueak and then everybody on the yeah. melee stats page going, Oh, Oh, there's this new player from Spain who who beat somebody <laughs> like Pip yeah. Squeak or or sorry, I keep naming Pip. I feel oh, well, I don't actually feel that bad. It's okay. But it's fun to see Pip lose once in a while. Once in a while. <laughs> yeah, it is. Pip's he's super dominant right now. He's very, like very the number one on, on the ranked leaderboard, mm -hmm. so he's a very, very good player. <laughs> and a friend of the program. I have I've interviewed Pip. He's he's so nice. Yeah, I, I saw that one. Yeah, that was great. He's super nice. I haven't met him in person though, so I can't but he seems super, super cool, super nice. 
And yeah, I, I do wish, I think European melee has always been, you can't take European melee with the same mentality as if you lived in the US, because as I said, you can't, it's, first of all, it's super difficult to live off of melee in Europe because you don't have that many events. And every time you want to compete at super high level, you need to travel to the US, which is much, 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 much more expensive. But I think it is in a great place because with unranked, ranked, we have tournaments like every day of the week. Uh, there's a ton of active players and it's super nice overall. So I think we are in a good place. I wish we had more players of it, obviously, but um, it's not going to die anytime soon or anything. I, I think we're doing really, really, really fine. I sort of picture it as if you are able to use Slippy as a primer to get more people out to a tournament. And then it takes somebody to uh, the, the time sink of running a tournament itself. Shout outs to all the TOs. Of course, that yes. that is such a challenge to find a place that's going to work for everybody to go there and to get set up. Uh, it's cool to hear it. I was going to ask you not exactly where you live, of course, but when you talked <laughs> about going to a tournament in Barcelona, like my... my Roughly in my head, that's southwest Spain, like towards the Mediterranean side, is it not? No, it's the actually the northeast. <laughs> so just <laughs> of course, the complete the American, opposite American side. Yeah. The complete opposite side of the. Well, see, that's you know the very very poorly educated American. That's just <laughs> that's an easy one to peg me for. All so, right, yeah, Barcelona is in the northeast, and. I live in the south, in the, it's called Andalusia, my region, and uh, when you think of a Span like Spanish culture, you're thinking of Andalusia, thinking of Andalusia, like, do you know flamenco and... Oh, sure. Yeah. Flamenco is from Andalusia, though it's sold outside of Spain as something from the whole country, but it's 100% from Andalusia. And yeah, the food is great and... Uh, like the tourists usually come here to, to the south. And traveling from Seville, I live in the capital, Seville, and it's not bad, but it's not like the US where you maybe can take a car somewhere else. I don't know, the US, the US is super huge, but if I'm in Seville and I want to go to, I don't know, a tournament, obviously I can go to Fed. Well, I can go by car to Fed, but that's like maybe 15 <laughs> hours, I don't know, and through yeah. the canal. But it's difficult and we don't have that many in-person tournaments in Spain like may maybe one every month or so so there's stuff but it's expensive and I don't know I want to start traveling more this this next year and actually we have a, a circuit a tournament circuit in 2023 so like some main tournaments through the country and stuff which is cool but it's not super easy traveling here I was thinking Not about the, the I was thinking about the European circuit from last year for 2021. That allowed that allowed Pip to get invited to one of the summits. I mean, yeah. it feels like Pip is perennially invited to go to a summit because of his <laughs> unfortunate travel issues. But yeah, but but I I remember that tour and there was supposed to be one big event every month and it was it was not just it was not just fates. It was other events. Uh, there was one where it was sort of. I just can't remember the names of them anymore because it's been a while since I've thought about it. But there's, there was, I, well, I remember that Poilon Software was one of them, yeah. just like a, like um, 
like an arena yeah, style invitational i think well arena yeah that's it yeah. Mm -hmm. Polon arena yeah yeah mm -hmm. so yeah. you would you get different things like that oh and shouts out since we're talking about um european people who contribute so much to the community parlon that's a great yeah, yeah. example yeah. someone who put so much a into effort, sponsoring yeah. players and everything i mean that's just that's so cool that's so cool yeah i think it, it's a bit of a shame because he put a ton of the effort right during the pain, pandemic that maybe that's even better because it kept the community going forward but he put in so much effort and time and money and the pandemic did hurt him quite a bit but still uh, he's he was super super important and hey, he still is though he's i think he's retired now I, i'm not sure but still getting on get still getting on the slippy ranks i, I, uh, yeah. I like i like Everyone. how there's a draw for for some of the uh, <laughs> players who might be taking a break and they go well i mean let's see how far it could go right now with these, with these new school players yeah yeah <laughs> i love it so then when when the pandemic hit for you and you're playing Slippy, you, you're seeing obviously, oh, this is really cool. This is allowing a lot of people who don't get a chance to get together, especially during lockdown. But even after lockdown, there's a, there's a place and convenience to playing online that you wouldn't yeah. be able to have, even if the in-person part is missing, which is a big deal. But it is undeniably so easy to get up from your chair after you're done, hop into bed, and then... That's yeah. it. It's not a matter <laughs> it's, of it's yeah. not a matter of getting onto transportation and being on the road for thirty minutes there, thirty minutes back, spending however much yeah. money because you're already out, so you're going to buy food or drinks. <laughs> you know, yeah, there is there is a difference. There is a difference. There is, and as much as I love uh, meeting in person and playing and stuff, you can't do that every day. Not only because of the money and time and stuff, because you get tired too of of being with people. Sometimes you just want to play at home and uh, play unranked and. Uh, hate on the Falcos and you know in peace yes without in having peace, to yeah. spend as much social energy because you're right I mean for me I, mm -hmm. I, I lean more towards being introverted so I might be mm -hmm. good with a crowd for some of the day but when I went to Big House in October oh. that was an event that had thousands of people there to play and to spectate and the the the, the not the hall sorry the what do they call it there's a it's a big old room. You you get what I'm saying. It's yeah, it's a it. convention center. Okay, it's huge, okay. but it still felt crowded sometimes. Again, because everybody's crowding around the TVs to play melee, and you yeah. have to you have to put yourself into that space and go. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I would Make like to play melee around. too. And I, <laughs> I realized a day and a half in, I realized I don't want to see another human being for three months because <laughs> I ran I out of social understand. energy yeah. for sure. The tournaments are so tiring. Like I think to spend like maybe six hours playing melee and you feel like you've been running a marathon for 12 hours or something. It's true. <laughs> I, I love it. I love going to tournaments, but on, on Sunday, I, I just want to go back home. I'm just so tired. <laughs> so then what led you to starting to say i think i want to do something with with slippy do something with melee other than other than enjoy it and play with play it mm -hmm. and be part of the 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 spanish community so uh, i work as a developer and i've been developing stuff for about eight years now uh, more or less and i've always liked doing projects whenever i want to learn something i try to apply it to something that could be useful for me 
if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's not just a matter of studying it in a book and then not using uh -huh. it in real life. That's what I hated about school. I would go, well, <laughs> when am I, when am I ever going to need to learn about this? And then I forgot where <laughs> I forgot where all the important book landmarks in Spain are. So yeah. that that's my problem. <laughs> so for you, you're you're trying to do something practical as well exactly. as learn it. Yes, that's awesome. It's a bit paradoxical because I'm a mathematician, which is like the complete opposite. I just in maths you learn a ton of theory with no application more or less but i don't know when i develop stuff i like applying it to things i like and maybe do something useful for me or for anyone else so i've been doing small projects related to melee for a really long time i made like a i made a site about six years ago where you could put in your smash gg link or challenge link and would say where each person should play their match do you know what i mean like uh, this player and this one go play on setup three and these other guys go to setup two. And I don't know, I wrote a ton of want to play a joke uh, game mode. We had a, free, a few friends and I, uh, many things. And I think it was in the middle of 2021, maybe more or less, I thought about, oh, you know, uh, Seeing your sleepy data would be super cool, but there's no easy way to do it. Mm. Uh, I saw many projects where you could host a website and run some code, but it's it's it was not accessible at all. Like you need to, needed to know how to run that code and what to change where. And this has changed. There are quite a few pages sites online now which do this, but at the time there was nothing at all. And like, I wanted to know, I don't know, my openings per kill or my kill count, my game count, but there was no way at all uh, to do it if you didn't know how to code. So I, I remember writing down, I should do uh, this kind of project, but I didn't know if it was even possible because I don't want to get super technical, but you can have code that runs on your computer and sometimes you can port that code to, to a website but i wasn't sure if this could be done so i think i finally started working on it in march of 2022 and that was probably the hardest part of the whole project i took uh, the sleepy code which they wrote which is great it's super super good and started slowly uh, well first i had to understand what the hell it was doing and then <laughs> i i had to port it to the web which wasn't easy because I didn't know how, how it worked, but I wanted to learn. It was my main motivation after all. And I think in April, I finished a first version in which you could upload your replays and got like a, an info dump. But that wasn't fun at all. I mean, I didn't think anyone would use it. And at some point I thought, oh, maybe I could do this like uh, more pretty and people may use it. Maybe me and a few friends will use it. Uh, I didn't expect anyone to like it so much and in i think it was june yeah in june i wrote the first version of uh, a sleepy wrapped which at the time it was called milli wrapped but yeah a sleepy rat and it was super super ugly like I, i'm not a good designer at all it was just a bunch of screens with with data uh, super crude but it was fun and and i said yeah i'll finish it at one point and then November came and I said, okay, I have literally one month to do all the rest <laughs> of the work. Yeah. 
because there's still a lot to do because if, if it's like more or less info dumping and you go mm -hmm. i want it to be more digestible so you make a, a semi-digestible way and you go well we're really close but i'm sure you'll you'll tell me this it was actually a lot more work than it ought to have been to make <laughs> exactly. it as digestible yeah. as it is because it, it looks so great like i so of course you've heard this but like for myself i'm like oh my gosh this is the easiest thing in the world to do this is so cool so yeah. to, to get it there what did it take to 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 do that so as you just mentioned like my main focus was to make it accessible as as accessible as possible because I work as a developer and I know how confusing these kinds of things can be for the average user. Like if you don't know, I, I know everything about the Sleepy Replays now, but maybe you don't, you, maybe you don't even know where they're stored. So I try to make it as seamless as possible. Like you don't have to do anything, just select which folder has the replays and still some people had trouble and i understand like if you don't know <laughs> no, not the replays the folder the folder not yeah, the replays exactly. the folder <laughs> yeah. involved super big the folder you please. don't have to copy and paste ten thousand files then <laughs> you just have to do the one folder <laughs> exactly and uh, thankfully uh, well yeah my partner is a illustrator slash designer slash stuff That's so really cool. she helped me yeah, she helped me design most of the site. And actually, do you know the like the frog icon yeah, who's yeah. wrapped in a blanket? She made it, so Aww. it's super nice. And and yeah, it it worked out great. It's like a mix between Spotify and Sleepy.gg, like the the official website. So I tried to keep a bit of the of the same flavor, so people didn't get confused. And yeah, to keep a bit of the same aesthetics. Yeah, and, I, I noticed that the purple was very similar to Slippy. Exactly, yeah. and yeah. the green too is like yeah. the frog green. And I, I thought in November I would just have to add the design and more or less that would be it. Maybe a few animations and stuff, but obviously it was so much more because as soon as I started adding stuff, I was like, oh, maybe I could do this and I could do this. <laughs> yeah. I could add, uh, rewind and fast forward. And maybe I could add this other slide and this other thing and the bar charts. And yeah, you know how it, how it goes. So to keep thinking of new and new things. And still, when I released the project, I, I had a ton of other ideas and, and improvements I wanted to make. but. <laughs> I would have never released the site if I didn't say, okay, that's it. I'm not adding anything else. It's uh, a good thing you got started cool. in November instead of September after all. <laughs> yes. And it was even an even better thing. I started in March with the rest of the stuff because it was a ton of work. Uh, like, I don't know how much, but for sure a few hundred hours. It was a ton, a ton of work because I had to learn. I had to do many things. But I'm I'm glad I released it. I'm super super happy. Yeah, you weren't, you, a, you weren't handed mm -hmm. a, a filled in map. You're sort of like Link in Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker, where you're given the boat, and now it's time <laughs> exactly. to start exploring. And it takes 20 minutes just to go from one side of the map to the other. So exactly. Yeah, and you have to fill it all in if if you actually want to know what Ex all is going on. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to uh, ask me a bit more about the development or I can I can just tell you about how the release went or 
I don't oh, know what well, to do with you can talk about release. You can talk about, I mean, if there was more to add, I don't want to make, I don't want to trivialize 200 plus no, hours no. of work and go, okay, <laughs> that's great, Carlos. Let's ignore that now. <laughs> if you wanted to mention something else, you, by all means, you are welcome to. Uh, I don't think I do. I, that's something I want to mention. I hope some people are willing to help me for next year, not because of the workload, because I, I, I enjoyed every minute of development. I, I had a ton of fun and I never did any of this for the final product, but rather for the whole process. But I want other people who can teach me and maybe I can teach them too. And especially some more designers and some people who are willing to put in the time to make it great. I, I don't know if you get me, but I, I want it, I want this to be a collaborative effort. Yes, yes, I hear, I hear that's what you're, you're saying. That's really cool because, and this is sort of like the, the sequel thing, and we're talking about it now, so let's talk about it now. We don't have to talk okay. about it at the end, that there's, sure. there's, this, there's this very clear, there's very clear proven success. A lot of people used it, which we'll talk about in a moment. And sure. if there are people who enjoy doing this kind of stuff, whether it's coding or design or again there's there's a couple of different angles you can look at slippy wrapped with so if mm -hmm. there are people out there you might even be listening to this right now although yes. <laughs> i suspect maybe not maybe not i had scar, i had scar on the podcast a little while <laughs> ago and 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 scar use uses he they pronouns and it's funny because a lot of people didn't notice that until scar was on the broadcast with ludwig and everybody else last night for the scuff oh i didn't tour. know either <laughs> and i th and i thought to myself i thought to myself huh uh, should have i mean that podcast came out in october hmm, who's the real fan am i the no anyway <laughs> how do you how okay this is a good question carlos how do you not get all egotistical about the work that you did because objectively what you've what you've done has been enjoyed mm -hmm. by so many more people than what I'm doing. So let's not talk about that specific <laughs> angle. It's just the fact where you know you know what you did. You knew that you did a good job. Mm -hmm. You even handled okay. This is most impressive to me when it launched. You handled all the little bugs and glitches and things that were not quite going the way they were supposed to. Where you go, no, no, no. You copy and paste the folder. No, the folder. Oh, oh, there is actually a problem. All right, I'll fix it. You have yeah. to handle all of that as well. So how do you not say to yourself at the end of all of this, I do want to collaborate instead of, no, this is my baby. Uh, I think a big part of it is my motivation was never to make something successful or I don't know if you want to call it successful, but famous or popular or whatever. I literally just wanted to make a site and I'm proud of the work even if no one had used it, I knew it was, I, I was proud of it. Yeah, I, it was good for me and that's all it matters. But obviously I'm super, super happy the rest of everyone used, used their site. So yeah, talk um, about when it talk about when it uh, when it first launched. You you put out the yeah, tweet. I mean, you talked sure. about it to the Spanish and European discords. I'm sure. And exactly. Like, yep, yep. Feel free to share this. You know, like let me know if you like it. Let me know if it, if it's working. That so, kind of thing. I think it was three days before release. I sent the site to to, to Fisi, and he used it, and he literally said it's quite cool, which which was mm. nice. Already. Okay, quite cool. My first review. And yeah, you're floating I, I, I at want that to... point. You, your feet aren't <laughs> yeah, even on like, the ground. Okay, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, this is more than, than I ever hoped for in some sense. And I wanted to know if he was okay with the project because a lot of the code 
is still from the Celipi team. Like, I did a ton of work, but the underlying like, code and, and work is, is all theirs. And that's super important. And he was okay, okay, that's great. I wasn't gonna release the site, I think it was on a Sunday or on a Monday, but then all the uh, Panda and SWT and everything and Nintendo drama happened, and I was like, okay, no one's gonna see the site and, or my tweet amongst all this chaos and, and, and news and stuff. So I, I postponed it and released it on a Tuesday, and it was almost close to not saying anything because I, I'm, I, I don't know, self-conscious, but I didn't want, I don't know. I, I, There's a little I bit have... of a feeling in your throat. You're going, wait, do I actually want to do this? Because right now it's, yeah, it's exactly. still close, but as soon as it's out there, it kind of becomes everyone's sort of, a, you know, a lot of people... Like for exactly. me, I've put and, out a podcast episodes before where I go, uh, uh, wait, no, yes, dude, put it out, put it out. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, and and I'm glad you put them out, seriously. And uh, okay, so before I released it, it was my project, and I had put like maybe 300 hours, say. If I hadn't released it, then it's okay, but. Let me rephrase that. If I had released it and no one had used it, I would have felt bad because it's like, okay, I, I did the effort and I put it out and no one cared, you know? And even if I did all of this for myself, it's still rough if no one had, literally no one had used it. So uh, I, I still put it out and the first half hour or so, no one used it. Like literally no one was using the site and it was, Oh my god, no one cares. There wasn't a single visit in my in my tracker. And it was, okay, well, it was fun. I had a great time. Uh, it was a nice project. Uh, and I think the first, I, a few of my friends did use it in a few, like in 20 or 30 minutes. And I think the, the first big person who retweeted, retweeted it, it <laughs> was uh, Fizzy himself who code retweeted it. And I think that's what started it all. And then it was, it's a haze for me. I don't remember anything. Like I kept getting <laughs> yeah. DMs, uh, people using it, a, a ton of bugs. And it was insane. I stayed up that day until up to like 5 a.m. For I was awake for, I don't know, 30 hours or, or something. I was super tired and I didn't have a single th second to, to, to think and to process what was happening. So especially when the top players started using it, like Aklo, I think was the first one who used the site and he gave me a shout out and said it was super cool. And I almost didn't feel anything because I was still trying to fix a thousand, a thousand things that were going wrong. And to be honest, it went much better than I expected in the, in the technical sense, because I wasn't prepared for that kind of, of attention. Like it was a small project that maybe a few people would use in my mind. And at the end of the day, it was, I think I, yeah, I had 10,000 users and I think none of them uh, found a, a completely unsolvable bug or, or something that destroyed my server or, or anything. So I'm, it went really, really well in the technical sense. And yeah, I think, when I went to sleep at 5 a.m., every super big bug had been fixed. And when I woke up is when I finally said, okay, everyone has used it. Like I saw HBox, AMSA, 
Plab, IBW, everyone had, had used it. And it was super, uh, like a bit surreal. I, I didn't believe it at first. And I think I still kind of don't. Well, sometimes oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I stop and think and say, oh, wait, wait a second. Uh, these people used my site and it's super nice. But yeah, then you ask me how come I'm not egotistical about the whole project or anything. Yeah, I think it's because I honestly and sincerely want uh, to help the community and to motivate players to, to keep grinding. And something I really liked is seeing people say, oh, I had like a 43% win rate this year. Next year I'm going to for 44, maybe as a joke or whatever. And that's what I want. I honestly want people to keep playing, to keep grinding. I want them to save their, their replays for uh, Sleep Rat 2023. And yeah, I, I, I'm super happy in a sincere way, I think, <laughs> if that makes sense. Uh, no, it does. I mean, I think even before I asked the question, it's not like I predicted correctly of what course. your response was going to be per se, but you know, we mm -hmm. were talking about the, the, the Spanish, the Spaniard community mm -hmm. playing melee and your desire to see that continue to flourish. And for the people who are playing to feel motivated, to continue to play, to go to the, even if there's only one tournament a month, and it's on one, the other side of Spain. And you yeah, go, well, I, 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 you know, maybe we could figure out a way to make it work. Kind of a kind of a thing. And you want you want that to grow. It makes sense to me that you say this. This will help. This will help the melee community as a whole. Because if you can see where you might be having a weakness for 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 my part, and I have since won <laughs> a game against a Falco. A but nice. before, <laughs> when I put in my Slippy Wrapped files, I had won zero games against Falco. <laughs> and I go, that's bad. <laughs> that's a really bad matchup. Apparently, <laughs> I can't beat a Falco to save my life. So that, that's, that's, the, um, that's the kind of cool thing where you go, oh, yeah. oh, I didn't even realize. Okay, well, that's a clear thing for me to, to start Welcome. working on. It, mm -hmm. it helps me make a goal for myself and melee a lot of people talk about how do i know i'm getting better and slippy wrapped is an amazing way to see oh there's uh, there's several different ways i can look at this and and go this is how i can this is how i can move forward because it is yep. hard not to be tempted to call it all intangible or or nebulous you 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 want to just say to somebody, use more lasers as Fox or yeah. crouch cancel more as Sheik. <laughs> but really, when you see all the stats that you've that you've made for Slippy Wrapped, it, it makes you go, oh, my openings per kill or average <laughs> yeah. average KOs percentage. It's it's super cool to help you go, and this is how I can fix that. And it helps. Exactly. It really helps you connect those dots yourself. It makes you feel really I, good I think... in theory crafting. Yeah, sorry to interrupt. I think one of the best stats in that sense is. Uh, how you did on each stage and like it, it was a surprise for me when I saw I, I think like uh, Dreamland was my best stage and Joshi's my worst so that maybe says okay I'm good at maybe playing neutral or being patient or a, a longer distance and I'm bad at Joshi's where uh, tech skill is more rewarded and stuff yeah. so yeah it, it's nice it, at the end of the day uh, Sleepy Rat is not a joke but more to entertain but I think you can't you can extract uh, some truths about your play about who, and about yourself uh, in that data. And I think that because, again, it's presented in a way that's, I mean, it looks really nice. So it's yeah. not just, 
here it is. I mean, again, it played a lot like I, I'm looking at Spotify wrapped and I'm going, exactly, okay, yeah. sure. And the vibes are very similar to what Slippy Wrapped mm-hmm. does. And I go, this, <laughs> it's crazy that you and, and the, the few people, you know, you're talking about your partner helping out as well mm-hmm. to, to make this all happen. It looks again, and, and I say this about Fizzy with running the Slippy Project in general, how is it just mostly one person with the help of others yeah. doing that instead of a team of 30 people who are all <laughs> being paid somewhat reasonably to do this 24 seven? How, how does the Melee community consistently make everybody else look like a joke? Or, or at the very <laughs> least, we, 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 we have people like you, Fizzy, and then in the and then in the player sphere of these talented players, and then people like homemade waffles and Scar and Toaf and yeah, and, and Phil, like we're, the 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 people who are at the top of the scene, who are the front facing the the people who we all recognize the most, are not just there because of happenstance. They're there because they're genuinely talented. I would love to see homemade waffles and Phil go to commentate a real wrestling yeah, event or a real basketball game could you imagine brandon phil commentating <laughs> the warriors versus the lakers that would be so Amazing. fun to watch that yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I i don't know i don't want to compare myself at all to to the people you mentioned but some of the comments i received received which made me super happy too were the ones that said oh my god like uh, the melee community once again comes through with a great project or whatever and, and it's true like there's so much passion in the community and yeah you may be paying five people uh, however much to do a site but at the end of the day i think like the melee passion is irreplaceable in some sense uh, and a lot of the projects people are making are super genuine like uh, i don't know you see you see sleepy and you know fizzy lives for it he, he he loves what he's doing and he understands how important it is and he's putting everything he has into that into that work or, or ankle punch and whoever else like they live and breathe melee and that's literally irreplaceable and once again i'm not comparing myself to them at all but yeah it's more or less the same if i didn't love melee i wouldn't have worked so much and so hard as i did on on the project so before I cue you to share some of the stats that you want to share uh-huh. from like a like a general sense of what what you have, I want to make sure anything else that you wanted to talk about with the releasing or the <laughs> where are they now? I mean, you could talk about that if you want to. <laughs> and we did talk about the sequel. The there it's, oh, an, yeah. it's a call to action. Maybe someday in 2023, before the end of the year rolls around, there will be a Discord server where it's like. Hi, welcome to Me. the Slippy Rap team kind of thing. You never know. I <laughs> wanted to ask you, did you want to talk about the releasing of it or did you want to go ahead and get into some of the stats yeah. you wanted to share? Uh, you were talking about <clears throat> about Slippy Rap 2023. I think something that you may find super cool and I'm super excited about this. Uh, using the data I gathered in 2022, I can give a ton of new data or new uh angles on 2023 because for example i can say oh i i, I have your data from 2022 you played uh, 200 games in, last year and this year you have played 500 that's uh however more and you've improved your openings per kill from five to four and uh you've started playing mark two and 
there's new kind of info and new data you can give, which I think will be super exciting. I, I'm really looking forward to that. And also, I now have a sort of global understanding of how players are distributed, right? Because I know, okay, like the top 10% of players have an openings per kill of five, and the next 10% have an openings per kill of 5.2 and whatever. And in 2023, I can say, oh, your opening per kill was 4.3. That's like top 2% in the world. And I think that's the kind of data people will want to share the most because it, it's seeing yourself at the top of anything is always cool. Like, I think the, the fact which most people share from their Spotify wrapped is, oh, you're uh, in the top 1% listeners of uh, Bad Bunny or in the top 1% listeners or ACDC, whatever. And yeah, that kind of data, which will be available in 2023, uh, will be super nice. I'm super excited about that. And hopefully it will be even better looking. <laughs> I'm, the, the angles that you were all talking about just now, I'm, it's going to make everybody go, where am I going to put all my thousands of slippy games? But you, you <laughs> yeah. better save them because you're going to really want to see what it's like when you get to the end of the year, yeah. how it was not just for 2023, but also what it was compared to 2022. Mm -hmm. That is so, that is very, very exciting. Um, well, darn, I'm looking I have to wait to until to the end of 2023, but that <laughs> yeah. also gives you plenty of time. That gives you plenty of time. Yeah. It's, <laughs> that's funny because it's so far away and still like, I want it to be sooner, but I don't because I know I'm, I'm going to have to do a ton of work, but I'm, I'm excited for it. So uh, with with that, do you want to share a few stats that you that you've accrued sure. that you know anonymously? No one's getting mm -hmm. dragged over the mud for having a ten percent <laughs> win rate on on Yoshi's or anything. By the way, I do better on big stages as well as Fox. Not just Absolutely. because not nice. just because of the size. I mean, I like the bigger stages as Fox. But sorry, me, me too. Yeah. No, no. But I think that's interesting, and that does say some things about you like you may prefer the neutral game rather than the punish i don't know i just i just can't guessing. punish super well i'm a bad player so i <laughs> i'd like i'd like trying to weave around and see if i can get that uh, first opening leads Me to too. an average of 12 percent, and i go yeah that's fair <laughs> i just gotta win neutral yeah, that seems that time. seems okay <laughs> so yeah going to the data which i, I have written down here uh, just a disclaimer uh, first of all I obviously don't have the data of every melee player in the world. <laughs> I'm probably really far from it. I would like to know what percent of the melee, active melee player base did use the site, but I can't know. Maybe Sleepy can, uh, Fizzy can, but I can't. So I have data about 10k users, which is not bad. It's quite a few people. And another important thing is that many people did delete part of or many of, of the replays through the year because they weigh like uh, 20 gigabytes. So yeah, I, I understand. I told everyone not to delete their the saves for, for 2023. <laughs> so yeah, I have uh, 10K users, which is, in, is great. And uh, more than 10 million games, which is... Wow. It's so many games. And like... The total playtime I have recorded is more than 2 million hours, which is <laughs> insane. 2 million? Maybe 1 million. Yeah, 1 million, sorry. Mm -hmm. Which it, it's That's still insane. Still a lot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's funny because the numbers were like super round, like 10 million games, 10,000 users, 1 million hours. Uh, I don't know, it's funny. And one, in, this may not seem interesting to you, but 
I found it interesting. Like the average win rate was exactly 0.5, which is nice because if I had more than 0.5 average win rate, it would mean that more top players had used it. Do you mean, know what I mean? So you're, you're saying that it came out to 50% win rate or is that what you meant yeah. by 0.5? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 50%. Because That's obviously fun. if every player in the world had used it, then it's exactly 54%. But I don't have every player in the world. So, and still it came to 50%. So I'm guessing I have a good divide of top and newer players or, or worse players, if you want to call them, which is, I, I think it's important to have more reliable data in some sense. And then uh, if you are okay with it, I can tell you which were the most played characters. Do you want to guess maybe on each? Well, okay, so who the most played character is? It's got to be yeah. Falco, right? No. Oh my gosh, is it Fox? Yeah, it is Fox. I, I was super surprised by that too. I was thinking it would be Falco. But yeah, you have 5 million games with Fox, and then right behind Falco wait, with... Wait, you said 10 million games, right? So... Yeah, but in, in 10 million games, you have two players. So Okay, you're also right, yeah. Like, but it does mean that in... One out of every two games. No, that, is that right? Fifty uh, percent of the time, there's at least one Falco on the screen. Exactly, and or one Fox. Fox, Fox. Fox. Sorry, my both bad. of them. Like both of them are almost at, at five million. So yeah, one out of every two games had either a Fox or a Falco, which is <laughs> yeah, it's a melee, you know. Mm -hmm. And then way below that, you have the third character, which I didn't expect at all, is Marth. I was going to say Marth. Um, I, I was not going to say Falcon or She because I, I think there's a lot more Marth mains out there than we give credit for. And they are, yeah. And they are super close, Marth and Falcon. Marth was played 2.61 million games, which is quite a bit too, but like almost half of, of Falco. And uh, Falcon was played 2.45. So Marth close. and Falcon were played pretty much the same, yeah. Yep. Then you have Sheik, the fifth most played at 1.72. And then Jigglypuff at 0 0.74, so there's a big gap there. I'll publish this data on Twitter, by the way, so <laughs> in case you want to look it uh, over more slowly. And then, uh, well, Peach is also super played at 0 0.7 million. And then there's a huge dip, and the low tiers aren't played at all. Like, they're all... Yeah, they don't have any games. I I'm thinking because many people just rage, rage quit or quit out of games with low tiers because Kirby, for example, only had 40k games, which is very, very little. It's super <laughs> yeah. sad. Compared to 5 million for Fox. Yeah, compared to 5 million. But, <laughs> but still, that's, that is still 40,000. You said 40k, right? Yeah, 40k, yeah. 40,000 uh, games with Kirby. If it was Not one bad. person's job just to play Kirby the whole <laughs> year, you still couldn't play 40,000 games by yourself. No. Well, almost. You're, you're... Yeah, I guess you're right. Almost. almost. You'll see, you'll see, yeah. <laughs> And just so there, there, it's funny because the game distribution looks a lot like a tier list almost with Fox, Falco, Marth, Sheik, Falcon. No, Fox, Falco, Marth, Falcon, Sheik. So yeah, it's almost a tier list of sorts. And yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. Many, many games. And then going a bit over the, like the records, I want to say. The person who had the highest APM, I, I don't know who they were, but like a, a random tag, they had 915 APM, which is 
I don't know how you how do you even have that much APM. And this is over more than a thousand games. This is an average over many many games. Like I didn't include people who had six games in any of this da this data. Yeah, nine hundred and fifteen APM is insane. Yeah, because um, I think even five hundred is like doing pretty good, and seven hundred is about what I think people like yep. Loki or Aklo are kind of capable of doing. But then a nearly a thousand APM. It's insane. Is uh, I mean, okay, Hungrybox yeah. uses tap jumps, so that counts. All of that, all of that movement on the on the control stick mm -hmm. might might just be over exaggerating a little much because I know he shared his APM at some point this yeah. year. But like, like I'm I'm pretty good. Look at my APM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he was the the top player with the highest APM, but it was still like 700. How do you go from 700 to 915? That's two control insane. sticks. No, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I don't know, it's way too much. And then going over the people who had the most games, I, I think I already told you who did, and, or maybe you saw on the Oh Twitter. yeah, I remember who you said, so am I allowed yeah. to share? Yeah, of course, please. Tax money with yeah. over 30,000 games. It's insane, 35,000 games. It's so much more than anyone else. It, I, I knew he played by it. I don't know, we need European Apparently, there's a meme with meeting Hacks on, on Unranked, yeah, and best of fiving you and then quitting. So, yeah, he, he played 35,000 games, which is completely insane. And the, to, to, to put in perspective how much more he played, the second person with the highest game count was 22,000 games, and it was Mech. And it's like Hacks has 1.5 times more games than the second most. Uh, active player, which and is and that game's you know, stopping. That's the that's crazy. Man, I, I was super surprised too. Yeah, a ton of top players were missing from many of these lists. I don't know if they maybe deleted their replays or they just don't play as much on Sleepy. I, I'm not sure, but yeah, Meg was the second one. And I uh, let me check. I think I have the third one here. But the, like I know part of that is probably again there are people who play enough games who go, all right, delete it. I need the information. Exactly, Sorry, I need the yeah. data freed up on my computer. I mean, I'm Ex thinking to yeah. myself right now, can you upload Slippy files to a cloud somewhere, then bring them back down to earth and put them all on the Slippy Wrapped 2023? Is that how that's going to work? It's the the Slippy Wrapped meta that we have to go through. <laughs> to consider now, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I hope more people do that. Like I know Triff, for example, did do that. He, he saves his however many gigabytes folder is on Google Drive and stuff. He does that every month and then at the end of the year, he uncompressed everything and ran it through Sleepy Route. So I hope more people do that. Because, for example, I'm super sad uh, that Plap deleted some of his saves. He had the most insane stats I have seen. He has, like, he, he went over the, the route on his stream. He had, like, 98% win rate against, I don't know, AMSA. He was... Completely insane. <laughs> that, it was... first of, that first of 25, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you could see how it went, yeah. Yeah. And I wish Plab had uh, sent all of his replays, but sadly he had deleted them. But yeah, maybe in 2023 we'll get even more realistic uh, realistic, yeah, data, more, more meaningful data, but it's, it's funny enough. And uh, I did, I also checked who had the highest win rate, but they were like unknown players. I didn't know any of them, so 
I don't know. And they, it was like, I don't know, 99% of uh, win rate. And it's probably because they played with some of their friends. You Exclusively. Know? Like, Instead of yeah. going on unranked, they would just play exactly. with friends. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a point I wasn't sure about when developing Sleepy Rat. Like, should, should I only have considered unranked games and not ranked? Uh, and not uh, direct, direct, sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it does uh, taint the data. It makes it much less meaningful. But I know many people who don't play unranked at all. So I just said, okay, everything goes. Uh, I'll consider everything as the same. Oh, what about doubles files? I ignore them. Oh, I, okay, so they just they just get ignored. Got it. Mm-hmm. They get ignored. I thought about them too, but how do you treat a game with four players? Or like if you had, I don't know, seven kills, that may change stuff. <laughs> I, I don't know how it would work. And then in t- you, you also have to consider that internally, those kinds of files are different. So you have, would have had to that's pretty much processor. another program, basically. That's just a new, like, that's just an yeah, entirely new doubles, thing. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a shame because I, I love doubles too, but uh, I just didn't know how to merge both, both kinds of data together. And I, that's it. Mm. Well, the, again, call to action. If somebody wants to be part of making doubles yes. a thing, well, then there you go. Please there you go. Go ahead. <laughs> Contact me and I, I'll, I'll help you. And then, so, yeah, so win rate, I didn't extract any useful information. I couldn't make it work. But I found super funny. Who do you think has the lowest openings per kill? Mm. T- take a guess. I would say Zane. Nope. Okay, so, so is it Zane, IBW? Zane is, to be fair, I don't think Zane uh, used the use Sleepy Rapt. I think ah, he's the only mm-hmm. top player who didn't use uh, yeah, the site. I wouldn't have guessed Zane. I would have guessed Mango because why would Mango do anything that he doesn't actually want yeah. to do? <laughs> Mango okay, did so... use the site, did use it, but he didn't publish any images or anything. So maybe he doesn't want to share the data mm-hmm. or maybe he just doesn't care. I don't know. But yeah. So the person with the lowest openings per kill with at 4.18, which is insane, is, was Wizrobe. Oh, like, tech chasing. I should have thought exactly. of that. That's yep. awesome. Let's go, Wizzy. It's, I don't know. I, I'm happy it came. Yeah, it, it, it was like that. Like, Wizrobe should be the, pe- the person with the lowest opening per kill, and he was. And the second person with only 4.19, so 0.01 wow. more opening yeah, per kill. Really close. Really close was Leffen, which is insane, too. But it's. Uh, it's so right at the same time. Like they should be the people with the with the lowest openings per kill. Levin playing against a lot of European unranked players, but that's yeah. neither here nor there. No, no. <laughs> I know that. Okay, well, the one thing I will say, I think that Wizrub uh-huh. does a lot more direct games than unranked. So I, I wonder. That's what I find super impressive because, like, if I play unranked and I find newer players, I should be killing them easily, more or less. But Wizrow is playing like the top of the top players and he still has 4.18. It's crazy. And he, I think, he, uh, no, I may be, making, may be making this up, but I think his most played opponent was Amsa, was it? I'm not sure. I, I, I remember being surprised at who his most played opponent was. And he still kept a 4.18 OPK, which is it's crazy. And I, the only, the last data I have is about 
who played the most of each character. I don't know how many names I should be saying, but I'm going to say a few which either uh, posted them it's online or uh, yeah, I don't art of players who shouldn't have any issues, I hope. Or maybe I shouldn't say anything, I don't know. So obviously the, the person who played the most Fox was Hax. <laughs> no, doubt, no doubt about it. And then Falco. Uh, do you want to guess who had the most Falco games? Oh, it was easily Bobby Big Balls, easily. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and surprisingly, the f the fourth person who plays the most played the most Falco was KJH. I didn't ah. expect, especially because he also had a ton of Fox games. So KJH played a ton of Melee this year. On Falcon, it was Mech, as I said before. Uh, Marth, you have Kodorin, fourth. And then the fifth player was, I like Turtles. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's an European Marth. And I don't know, it's, it's nice to see a European uh, on the top five. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Then on Peach, you have, uh, is it called B-Bats? B-Bats, let's go. B -Bats. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, Dave. Uh, played the most uh, Peach matches with uh, over 10k. So it's a ton of Peach. And then I found it really funny. The most active Joshi player was called Katy Parry, which is super funny. Then instead of Katy Perry, Katy Parry, the Parry oh to Parry, yeah, the Joshi okay, yeah. one, a genius tag. And then the Isis player uh, with the most games was, was Nopia, which is, I think, they're also European. I, oh, I'm pretty yeah. sure they are. So beat out Slug and, and Lunar Dusk. That's awesome. Yeah, this uh, Nopia, and they had over twice as many games as the second player, so they play a ton of of melee, <laughs> which is fine. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. I don't know if I have. Do you have any? I How many know, any Zelda mains are there? How many Zelda mains are out there? I need to calculate it because, to be completely fair, I wasn't prepared for it. <laughs> I can tell you that this is completely unrelated, but the the most played stage was Battlefield, which mm. is surprising but not so much i i thought it would be joshi's east coast loves battlefield especially really? new york city so you got a lot of new york city people on the grind and they they love new they love battlefield i they i i think i enjoy battlefield and any uh, nearly any matchup i i'm trying to think of Me an too. exception to the rule but i any matchup whatever it is on screen it's always yeah. always fun on battlefield yeah, and Battlefield has, you know, the, the Battlefield junk and you, maybe you don't grab the ledge or anything, but it, it's it's fine, it's good. I like it too. Yeah, when I see somebody they... do a nice little Lekko of Legend wall jump off of the Battlefield wall, which is like so <laughs> teeny nice. tiny, it's like, ah, let's go! It's super fun to see. And the least played stage was Fountain of Dreams, which isn't, isn't a surprise. Like, I hate that stage. I hate Fountain of Dreams with my, with my soul. So I, I don't know how to, to move around those platforms. I, can't, I, I don't know how to do it, and I always feel like I'm, I'm stuck in my movement anyway on a stage where the platforms <laughs> don't move. So, like, I... Uh, Love watching games on uh, on a Fountain of Dreams, but uh, it's tough to play on. I'm sad because I filtered out every game on like weird stages, and maybe I shouldn't have. Maybe I should have included every stage. Maybe next year. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I wanna I wanna know how many games were played in in Pocket Floats or, or whatever. Well, what you can do is have like for April like a little surprise. How <laughs> uh, were your April first games? Because <laughs> Busy likes to throw on stages like Congo Jungle or whatever on unranked for one day. I think you'll like it. Do you wanna know what one of the 
worst bugs uh, I had to to fix, which I couldn't figure out why some people were having the the app crash on them. And I, I was trying everything like, okay, th this seems okay. I'm going through the code. This is, everything seems fine. And then they sent me the replays and I was looking one by one, like, which one is it making the, the, the site to crash? <laughs> and I found that it was Giga Bowser. <laughs> like super, super old replays with Giga Bowser. And, and the, problem, the program was saying like, who, who, who's this? <laughs> who's this guy? He's not anywhere. And the, the program will, would freak out and die. So yeah, that, that was fun and not so much fun. And the same with Wolf. And do you know Akaneya build? And... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. With Charizard and, and, and like also volleyball yeah. games. Mm -hmm. Those crashed, it caused crash too, because I wasn't expecting anyone to have, I don't know, wolf replays, but maybe I should have. Well, once, once everybody started doing it, yeah, it's, they're, yeah. Kenya is fun, fun to play with, so for sure. It was super fun. I, I love Beyond Melee and Akanaya build, and I hope they keep working on it. I don't know, it seems like its development has died down a bit, but I hope they still keep pushing it. I should share with you something that Shigbot Shiggles posted. Uh, sure. Is it underscore? Because I think I almost wonder if Shiggles did this for you because it. Oh. There we go. Okay. Yep. This is the right person. Now let me scroll down <laughs> here. Oh, yes. Copy link to tweet. I'm going to DM this to you. It is Captain Twitter, Falcon. Right? It's Captain Falcon with facial hair. Just click on it. <laughs> I think I think that Shigbot is trying to make people like you super happy, even if you're not yeah, a, well, a Falcon. Actually, man. it's really, really cool. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I love uh, melee skins. Do you know that like the combo counter they made a while ago? Have you yeah. seen it? Yes, I have. It's super, super nice. I love it. I use it always. It's nice to see, yeah, exactly that immediate, it's that immediate feedback. You know, you're like, yeah. a twenty six percent combo. <laughs> yeah, like, to, to feel proud when I do the combo and to feel sad when they do the combo to me. Oh, yeah, that's also okay. You're right. It does put, put the opponent's combo onto you, and you go, no, not eighty percent, not eighty percent. I thought my defense was better than this. So the the yeah, did you? Were you able to calculate how many Zelda Actually, memes yeah. are truly out there? I in think the world? I just finished, so let me check. Mm -hmm. uh, this is on. We're doing this live. Let me check. Uh... Because my okay. guess yeah. is there are twenty Zelda memes out of there ten thousand users. Surprisingly close. There are seventeen Zelda memes. Wow. Seventeen Zelda memes. You have to really search to find them. You do. You do. Out of 10,000 people. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, 15 Bowser mains, 15 Ness mains. I would have thought there would be more Ness mains, but yeah, maybe not. Yeah, know. me too, because there's at least two in Colorado. So, well, it is the Midwest. Sorry, Colorado. <laughs> Sorry, Hada. I couldn't help myself. But you should feel proud. If you're one of the 15 Ness mains, you're doing God's work. <laughs> 11 Pichu game, uh, mains. I don't know, do you have, do you want to ask about anyone else? 2,361 2, Fox mains, obviously mm -hmm. the most main player. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've wow. I'm 100% Fox usage on my slippy so far. I don't. I have to get good at Fox, and then yeah, I'll probably I saw that play too. somebody else. Yeah. yeah, that's nice. That's the right mentality. So there are the fifth uh, character with the most mains. It was Sheik with uh, almost a thousand, and then there's a jump to Peach who only had 376. So there's a huge divide between the top top player and the characters and, right. and the rest. Supporting the, and that and the data of like how the games, the 10 million games supports the 10,000 oh. users. So yeah, that's really cool. Would Isis only have 80, 80 players mind them? They have fallen from grace. That's but all. you know, I obviously have mixed feelings on, on the wobbling discourse because it's already banned, so we might as well not talk about it. But at the same time, can we have at least one tournament out here that that has wobbling? Maybe, yeah. Because I, 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 I just think that would be so funny for somebody to attend that tournament despite the fact that wobbling is legal. And yeah. it would just be funny to see 20 ICs just show up out of nowhere and be all like, so where are all the Fox players? Well, it's really only the ICs mains who showed up, so you'll have, have to wobble, to wobble each, each other. other yeah. <laughs> so I'm actually curious, how much worse do ICs mains think ICs become without wobbling? Like, they were like about top, like the seventh or sixth best character and how good are they after the ban because they still have hand handoffs and combos and stuff so i don't know I, I would think they aren't that much worse i mean wobbling is free so it's much easier on the execution and stuff so yeah maybe that makes a difference i don't know what i'm interested also in is what do people think about the character yoshi now lod was somebody who came out earlier this year on radio melee and told very confidently declared very confidently to tofen ppmd yoshi is a better peach which implies yoshi is a better character than peach on the tier list as well and look how many majors have been won by a peach none or this year <laughs> sorry how, yeah. how when armada was around of course of course but uh, how many tournaments did Armada win just using purely Peach? Yeah. You know what? I'm just I gonna think... set this aside. It doesn't matter. Armada's no, no, it, it's interesting. It's interesting. It is it's interesting. Um, but the, but but Yoshi winning three majors now and a fourth unofficial one. It depends on how much you think of that tournament. But they have Mute City <laughs> enabled, which I I was all over. I'm going. This is the best thing ever. I love Super this. Armada, yeah. Let's do this again next month, and we'll have something else legal. Let's do it. <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm excited that there's. There's this, there's this, there's this idea in Melee. Too, Twenty-two too, yeah. years later, is Yoshi a top tier, or at the very least, a high tier character, and not a mid tier? And it's insane. It, you you have to, of course, put the AMSA, AMSA asterisk on it. But if AMSA can do it, other people can too. Because you used to say about Mango, only Mango can do the stuff that he does with Jigglypuff or with Fox or Falco, and yet there have been other people to be able to exactly. not exactly play like Mango, but you might have split it into like the Leffen Fox or the IBDW Fox, both very capable of winning a major and replicating exactly, yeah. the, the success that Mango has had with Fox. And the same thing with the same thing with the, the, the Marths of old. If Ken can do it, yeah. then Zane can do it. So you have to, you have to view it from that standpoint. If AMSA can do it, of course it's AMSA. It takes that much yeah. to, 
uh, to play that character for so long. But that does technically mean that somebody else could do it too. And it's interesting. Yeah. Who is that person? Is that person even out there right now? And we don't know yet. It's very exciting. I'm curious. In case you want to know, there are only 116 Joshi mains. So if you're a Joshi main, <laughs> get, on, get on that. Yeah, you need to play more, maybe. Yeah, that sounds like it's going to be tough. <laughs> Just to add a bit on that point, I think AMSA making it this far with Joshi not only represents that Joshi is capable of winning many, many things, but may make more people play Joshi and may push the, bet the meta even further. So I think he broke uh, some kind of mental barrier or, or, or legend or however you want to call it. Like he proved it could be done. So maybe now more people will give Joshi a chance and hey, maybe Joshi is top tier after all. I, I don't know. It's kind of hard not to argue the point otherwise, because the thing that was yeah. always said, well, how many majors has Yoshi won? Well, the answer is in 2022, when Melee <laughs> is as far advanced as it ever has been, because it's the most recent timeline we've been in, three and a, and a fourth unofficial one. So there it's you insane. go. Uh, over, players, over players like Mango and Hungrybox and Zane. It's not just, oh, he only beat one of them. Over no. IBDW, it's... That's that's what's really exciting. We'll we'll hopefully get to see more AMSA before he moves back to Japan at the end of next year. I, oh, I think that was back. part of it oh. as well, just mm. the lack of having to travel from Japan to the United States and deal with fourteen or thirteen hours difference. Yeah. It is it is much easier when you're in Vancouver. You don't have to deal with the time difference for SoCal or NorCal tournaments, and then on the East Coast, yeah. it's three hours. AMSA could do three hours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's he's used to it. And I think. <laughs> yeah. Something I found super interesting and just amazing is like a few years ago, I think everyone thought, oh yeah, AMSA is doing great because no one knows how to play against Joshi because they have no experience. And so I thought, and I think many others did, when, when he does move to Canada and he, when he moves here and he starts going to more tournaments, everyone's going to know how to beat Joshi and he's not going to win anymore. And that... It's been the complete opposite. opposite. He's moved to the US, well, to Canada, sorry, and he's beat everyone. He's better than ever. And I, I don't know, that's completely insane. Yeah, I it's mean, great. I was also exactly like you, but we, none of us thought that it would be like this when we should have, I guess we should have been asking the question, is is North America ready for AMSA and not the other <laughs> way around? Exactly. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're, the ones who, we're the ones who are messing around and finding out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> so then to, to, to wrap up, let's see. We've been at this a while, so I want to be respectful of your time. Sure. It's also getting late for you That's as okay. well. That is something worth considering. <laughs> Here in Spain, we, we, we have dinner super late, so don't worry. I, it's still like two hours away for me. Two hours away from to... dinner time? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, the, I don't know this 100%, but isn't there more or less the idea of let's just like chill out this afternoon and we'll get back to it tonight, that kind of attitude? In Spain, do you mean? I'm sorry. Let me start from the top. Okay. When you when you go through an average day, is there not a time in the afternoon where everybody just goes, let's stop, rest, we'll be back at it tonight, like that kind of a thing? In yeah, the that's called a siesta. Maybe you've heard it, a siesta. And it's, yeah, it's quite real, yeah. It depends on, on who you ask, but it's quite common if you take a nap after having lunch. So yeah, that's called a siesta, and it's, Great. Uh, 
it depends on, on who you ask. Some people like have the siesta and then they wake up great and with a ton of energy. And f I never sleep uh, after having lunch. I never sleep siesta because when I wake up, I'm just completely destroyed. And I, I turn off my, my alarm and I wake up like five hours later. It's super late. <laughs> so yeah, it depends on who you ask. Uh, I have to get out of bed. Uh. <laughs> so yeah, it's harder for us. We have to get out of bed twice, twice. every day. <laughs> one after each night and one after siesta. So yeah, we're the hardest workers in the world. <laughs> I love that because for me, it is that's the hard, one of the hardest things to do every day is to go. I have to get out of this it's bed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's super super hard. And yeah, I don't, I don't know if you have any any other questions about Spanish culture or um, Spanish melee, uh, sleepy route, whatever. Let's see. Oh yes, I did want to ask this because this is a Patreon mm -hmm. question from from Oats actually. Does Slippy Wrapped have a GitHub? And I know the answer to this question because I researched it, but please, you can answer the question because yes. you know as well. Yes, it does. It's actually on the site. If you click on the, there's a link underneath. At the bottom of the you screen. Can click yep, and... yep, yep. That's how I found exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. And I need to update it a bit because right now, actually someone asked me to, he wanted to, or they wanted to help, and they didn't know how to run the code locally and how to tinker with it. So I need to update the description to explain how do you use it. I, I don't know if I, I mentioned earlier, I had to take the sleepy code and modify it a bit to run on web. Do you remember that? I, I, I spoke about it. So I took the sleepy code, some of the sleepy code and modified it to run on, on a website, on a browser. And the, the code I wrote was abysmal was terrible if i if if Fizzy sees that he's gonna cry because it's terrible <laughs> i just wanted it to work and it worked and i never touched it again so i i mean to at some point get back to it and and write it a little cleaner and so that people can help if they want or or if they just want to see how it works internally or whatever i'm so, picturing yeah, a circle instead of being a perfect circle it's like a squiggly circle. <laughs> yeah a terrible shape yeah and um, yeah, I, there's a GitHub. If you want to help, just uh, ask me or if you need help setting it up or uh, please talk to me. I, I want more people involved. And I know my English isn't terrible, but I want also like feedback on how to phrase everything on the site. Do you know what I mean? Oh, because yeah, sure. When... I mean, you, you might you might be writing it out and you're trying to make it work for yeah. the level of English fluency that you have. And then somebody might come to you and go, what were you trying to say again? So exactly. Yeah, yeah. you're open to hearing that kind of feedback as well. Yeah, please, please. I, I want uh, feedback, even if it's bad, if it's good, I, I don't care either. I, I just want feedback in general about anything about the site. And we did talk about how can folks contribute to the project or learn more about how you put it together? That was Oates questioning that as well. And I think we've covered that enough, but this is something that's yeah. interesting that he also asked, and I'd love to hear from you as well. How long did it take you to get to a functional prototype? You had written it in like three big phases where it was the, the exactly. code to a dump and then like trying to make a somewhat functional page mm -hmm. for it. And then the November push to actually make it what it is now. So I guess, exactly. I guess, um, how long did it take? How many hours for the first two phases, I guess? So going into a bit more detail, the first phase, which, which was uh, taking the sleepy code, porting it to the browser and making it do something at all. I think it was about a month of on and on work. Let's say 
uh, maybe a hundred hours, maybe a bit less. I'm not sure. That phase was uh, was the scariest because at that point I didn't know if it was viable at all, if I could do what I wanted to do at yeah. all. So I wasn't familiar with the sleepy code. I wasn't familiar with the sleepy replay format. I wasn't. I had to learn a ton. So if you only want to count the the hours I spent like writing code itself, maybe it was 20 hours. But if you, and maybe I think you should consider the, the whole process, it was easily 100 hours. And I had a ton of fun. It's, the sleepy code is really, really well, well written. Just even to get to, just even to get to a functional prototype, 100 plus hours. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and again, you don't have the benefit of having an idea of this is exactly what it's going to look like. You just know, exactly. I'm, 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 it starts with, uh, with the, with the first step, but boy, this could go yeah, in a lot was... of different directions. So you have to yep. not only again, cause you don't know, you don't, you don't have all of that in your head of what it looks like now, cause you not do, problem, and that's yep. great. But at first it was very, let's just uh, start looking at the, under the hood and see what we yeah, can do. And see that. what happens. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what, what came next at, at all. I, I just wanted to, okay, this is the sleepy replace. I like sleepy let's just see what i can get out of them and stuff and i wanted to mention anything and i forgot something i forgot uh, oh yeah another thing i was super super scared about was and i was very relieved um people like hacks who had like thirty-five thousand replays i wasn't sure at all at the beginning how long it would take to process all of it and Maybe it took, I don't know, 15 minutes, which is what it ended up taking. But I thought maybe this will take 10 hours or 15 hours because... Yeah, <laughs> it's like loading, when, it's like uploading a big file. Like it's, it is, that's 35,000 games. Like Sleepy Wrapped or rather the Sleepy Code, the original one, processes every single frame of a game. Like Sleepy Wrapped has gone through every frame of every game you've played this year. And I was like, okay, that's a lot of frames. I don't know if this is gonna take a, a reasonable amount of time. So even the day I released the site, I knew it, it worked in a reasonable time for me in my PC, which is a reasonably strong PC too. So I don't know, maybe Hax has a old computer and it takes six hours and no one can use it or and maybe when processing it, the computer dies or the process ends because of whatever error. And... <laughs> the computer goes, dang, this slippy rat thing has hands. I'm going to shut down. I need a nap. <laughs> I'm not working on it. I need a siesta. <laughs> <laughs> no one would be worse at taking a siesta than, than you and me. We're the wrong pro people for that. <laughs> get, I, I got to get out of bed one time and that's got to be it for the day. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Uh, okay. Okay. So then I'll, 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 my last question then is sure. if you had the ability to invite one player from North America to a Spanish tournament, and it could mm. be a tournament that's bigger than one that you know has been organized, okay. you could make it into an, an, a theoretical Spanish major, or if you wanted to keep it to a 20 person local, it's kind of like AMSA going to Vancouver locals in Canada, yeah. where there's maybe 30 yeah, yeah, other yeah, yeah. people and AMSA's just there also in bracket. But, but if you want to make it a hypothetical Spanish major, we can invite one person over because we raise the funds. Who are we inviting? Or if it's just ah. simply 
this person wants to come over because we invited them to our 20-person local tournament in Spain. Okay, that's a, a super hard question. It has happened a few times that American players come to the Spain for tourism. Like, I know Nintendo came a couple of years ago, and he spent the day with Triff, like, uh, visiting the city and stuff, so it may happen someday. It's super hard for me to choose just one I mean, any of the top players would be amazing, like Mango, Zane. If it's a small tournament, I want it to be someone who feels uh, not only like great at melee, but like a cool person who, who I can hang out with. And like every time we have a tournament in Seville or in our city, we always go then to have some beers and stuff. And it, I want it to be someone who wants to hang out with us. So I think maybe Zane seems cool enough for that. Uh, Mango, probably. Uh, I, be, I don't know, I think every top player would be great. Uh, yeah, I think maybe Sane, maybe Sane the most. I would also love to meet Tov. I don't know, I, I, I really appreciate all his, he does for the community. So yeah, Tov, come to Spain and I'll, I'll invite you to dinner and buy you some beers. <laughs> If I yeah, had to, I, if I had to pick somebody to go to our local in seven one seven, it would be it would be someone who I would want to see our our best players go up against, and then somebody to hang yeah. out with uh, during the tournament and afterwards. I I'd look at it similarly the way that you do, because of course the the melee, but maybe you know outside yeah. of Triff, it would be so funny if Triff beat Zane at a at a twenty person Spani Spaniard local. Yeah, I guess it's <laughs> possible. Yeah, Triff is really be. good at melee. Yeah, <laughs> and he did beat him. A few years ago, so like at Summit, wasn't it? At Summit, I think so. Yeah. Maybe. And you yeah. know what? Maybe Zane wants the run back. I don't know if there's been a run maybe. back. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. I would love to. But I would yeah, but I mean, love to have somebody who... like Homemade Waffles, Brandon, to have. Oh, Brandon yeah, over for sure. I've yeah, yeah, like yeah. Brandon's a great player. I think he would honestly be able oh. to go through all of us pretty easily, even our best players, and then be so cool to hang out with you. You obviously be such a cool person to have over to like a, a smaller size tournament yeah i, I think uh i don't think <laughs> i played against homemade waffles three years ago i think at, at a tournament in london he went there and he destroyed me with his dog not even his falco his dog so yeah <laughs> anyone who came to spain with a somewhat high level trip is the only one who has a chance to win them and it, i i still love like uh getting beat up by any top player i think it's fun losing too yeah it's fun and because you get stuff. the experience of being able to say oh i've watched this person for a long time but now i get to actually play against yeah. them i mean that yeah it's it's i got to play against two saint at at a big house oh. i'm going oh wow this jigglypuff's got hands <laughs> and very grounded too just wave dashing in yeah. and grabbing me when i thought well jigglypuff can't get over that fat grab like <laughs> i mean and i've seen jigglypuff uh, clips is. where they like they take a laser and instantly rest and, and very weird stuff which is super super cool i, I like seeing more diversity in the jigglypuff mm -hmm. standard jigglypuff play, and, play. And yeah stuff. absolutely yeah so that that's about all I got because I want to be respectful of your time. We've been at this Thanks, for an uh, hour and a uh, half. It you... was super super fun. Like time flew by for me. I had a ton <laughs> of fun. Thanks. So let's go ahead and make sure that people can find you. Let's let's go ahead and outro with uh, plugs plugs and shout outs. So please, by all means, tell the people where they can find you and all the shout outs that you want to give and any any last thoughts that you have. So yeah, you can find me on Twitter. It's the only like social platform I regularly use at 
Carlos Mara. I think you can find me down somewhere, down here. Yep, description. Um, yep, that's what you want to look at. Yep. The, and in the description too, yeah. Um, I plan to keep making uh, Milli content and, and Milli stuff and coding and that that kind of thing. So if you like it, please follow me. But you'll also see like Spanish memes and drunk selfies. So be warned. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right. I, I had a ton of fun, seriously. Thanks a ton for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on. We're going to play the uh, the outro, and then we got to do a thumbnail, so stick around for that. But to uh, everybody sure. who joined us today, uh, rather live or in the recording, shouts out to I saw uh, Z Mizu 2 and the Bell 77 in chat today. Thank you so much for tuning in. And then, of course, YouTube and podcast platforms after all, afterwards. Thank you for continuing to listen and support. So we will see you all next time. Let's play the outro and do the thumbnail. Be right back with you Carlos